What's uh, happening? Thank goodness we don't have smell a vision. Um, because apparently our listeners are quite dirty. It's but good. Nate asked for some dirtiness tonight. So we're going to bring it. We're going to try to set you up. We're going to put things on the tee. And you, as the listeners, are going to have to come up with as many, that's what she said, as possible. And anything else that comes across your mind. If you let's, can, if you can outdo make, me. Let's make the comments section on YouTube. Um, let's, let's, let's get edited. Okay. Let's get, you know, parental advisory, all the above. Canada Athletic Training. Let's go. This is an NC-17. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. You know, um, the last NC-17 movie I saw. What was it? Um, it, it had to have been, what's the, what's the one with the Saved by the Bell girl? Showgirls. Showgirls. Showgirls I was like, and I was like 12 so years scared. old and watching a movie about strippers. It was probably not appropriate. Highlight of your life. <laughs> it's been all downhill since then. Learned a lot about myself that night. Well, I don't know where to go from there. This is the Canada this Athletic. This is the Canada Athletic Training Podcast. Elizabeth Berkeley. Ed's seen it. Ed's seen it. To you. Ed's back. I'm excited. Hi, Ed. Hi, Ed. Welcome, Welcome back. Ed. We missed you. Welcome, Ed. We did miss you. We did. We miss a lot of people, actually. We miss all of you listening on audio form. Get not, your asses on the live stream. Shice. And hang out with us. It's not like you have anything better to do. You're not working. You're not like doing CEUs. There's, You're not cramming for anything. It's Monday night football. Let's, That's what they're doing. It's Monday night f- watching Arizona and LA. Nobody cares. Not Nobody even cares. that other podcast that I listen to. <laughs> nope. And to be very honest, nobody in those cities care about those teams either. They're just like, oh, yeah, we have a football team. Transplants. We should go to the game. They're like, oh, it's too hot out. I can't barbecue. I can't get tailgate. It's too warm. Shut your mouth. It's the best part of the year. Ah, So you are listening to the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. This is episode 153. 153 here at Brew Fitness in Milwaukee. Um. As we start most shows, we got to thank our numero uno sponsor, Healthy Roster. We appreciate everything they have done to us so that we can talk. Done to us. Done for us. Done to us. I think you said done to us. They did. They done. (laughs) Well, it's both. It's sorry. They did some things to us. Freudian slip there, Dan. (laughs) Um, I didn't mean to tell everybody our dirty little secret, but it's out. Um. Can't thank of enough for allowing us to, honestly, setting us up so that we can talk into microphones and be idiots on the air. So, appreciate it, Healthy Roster. Go check them out, healthyroster.com. They are your one-stop shop for an EMR and all your needs as an athletic trainer so that you can be a better athletic trainer by not doing as many much documentation. Yeah. Right? For sure. Do less. Do less. Do more. Do less. I always say. Do less, do more. Do more. No, you do do less. I. What's that from? It's like. Come on. Is it Awesome Powers? No. What is it from? Come on. Are you are you being just serious? Are you tell just me. are you just fucking with me right no, now? No, I really like what is. Yes, we're getting Sarah Marshall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, I Hang thought on. you were messing with me because it's all I do is say forgetting Sarah Marshall quotes. No, you say more than that. I say a lot of movie quotes. Uh, I said one today at work, and now I just say the quote, and I'll be like, "Anyone know the movie?" And nobody knows, and I just keep walking around. 
Oh my God. Yeah. Welcome to that world. Welcome to not being in a proper athletic training room with athletes and you say a movie quote and every once in a while, the person across the room is going to giggle and you're going to be like, all right, you're my new best friend because we just became best friends. Right. 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 We just became best friends. I got a drum set. Yup. Um, let's no. Well, let, we got a couple things Maybe. we want to get into before we start our show. We have a couple announcements, Kevin. Announcements. Announcements. Why don't you? Were you ever Cub Scout? Did you ever do Cub Scout? Yeah, for like a couple of years. Okay. It was like I did it because it was something to do. I didn't necessarily want to do it. Is it this? Nanu nanu. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Get yourself on the live stream. They want to get dirty. They want to get so dirty on the show. Like, is the show like deteriorating to the point where nobody like that's all we've become is just like a shell of ourselves? Where we just became? Are we just? Are we the jokes on us? We're just the. That's what she said. I hope show. so because somebody's got to do it, and it might as well be the people that are the best at it, right? For sure. Oh, you want me to start? You yeah, why don't, you, why don't you okay. tell them about our big holiday promotion? Oh, my God. This Christmas. Can you this, hear this? Can you hear this? Wait. Knocking my microphone It's over. probably somewhere in here. Um, well, this Christmas, this the week Christmas. of Christmas. Are uh, you Christmas music out yet? I mean, um, oh, that, that's close enough. There. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We need new sound effects. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> um. That's no, that's I'm actually not, Christmas I, in in Arizona right there. Totally, the crickets, absolutely. Um, that's a really long one. Um, I am not not at all done with Christmas music. I don't I don't get annoyed by Christmas music. Do you? Uh, not anymore. Not, not so anymore? much. My wife is twenty four seven Christmas music right really? now. Really? Yeah. Good for Jules. Yeah. So so is my wife. Yeah. And it will be playing in the clinic now. In my clinic, each treatment room has their own music going on. So, like, when I'm in my treatment room, I don't have Christmas music. It's like on. a fun. Like, I would five dollar entry just to see what's going on in different rooms. <laughs> it's like $5 a good house entry? party. You got three levels: the basement, God, I the can basement make that, rave, I can make that the happen. top floor is like the. <laughs> Maybe there's like a country level. There's a rave, and then there's like a hardcore rap. Yeah, and in each room, very appropriate things are happening. All um, good. Um, but Christmas music. No, I love Christmas music. I love the classics though. I, if I only heard, uh, Mariah Carey, like those, you'd be fine. No, you'd hate it. I would end up being a little, uh, like, I don't really need to hear this again. If it's all Bing Crosby and like old school Santa Claus is coming to town and, um, you know, white Christmas and all the above. Like, I love the old school stuff. Okay. And can listen to it all day long while I'm in my Christmas mood. Anywho. While you're in your Christmas mood, why don't you? Yeah, like December. Yeah, like maybe December. Try to not be a Grinch. Even, you know what, the song The Grinch gets me all Christmassy. He's a mean Well, now that you're all Christmassed up. Mr. Grinch. Why don't you give some shit away? Oh, I would love the week of Christmas. That is Monday, December 20th? 20th. Through December 26th. So 
I'm going to say Let's Monday, yeah. the 27th, because no chance in hell I'm going to be watching my computer at, on the 26th at midnight to turn it off. But I'm going to give anybody that signs up for a membership, a new membership, 20% off. I don't care what membership it is. If you're all the way from that, you know, the the low guy, that 25 buck one. The wet whistle. Which you don't really want. You don't the, want that one. You want the, the Candomania. You want the Candomania that comes with perks, comes with the live show. And if anything, get you a full Johnson on your face and whoa, go to that $100 level because it's only going to be 80 bucks. And you know what? If it If money's a little tight, everybody's around you is asking you what you want for Christmas. Tell them. Monday, December 20th, you go to CanadaAthleticTraining.com and you can get me my Christmas gift, a full freaking Johnson all year long Let, for $80. Let's be serious. Somebody in your life has procrastinated on their Christmas shopping and they're going to last minute panic and say, hey, what do you want? You just tell them. I want full Johnson. I want 20% off that Johnson. I want a whole shebang right now, right here. So twenty <laughs> percent off a whole shebang. That's like that is it's a lot of shebangs. Shebang, shebang. Ooh, baby. Um, now, I did send out an email earlier to all of our current live listeners, and that if you re up your subscription, I don't care when your subscription ends. You are the first year of live Canada Athletic Training. When you re-up, you will also get that 20%. So, Ed, I don't know when you signed up. Maybe it was in February. Maybe it was in March. But when you re-sign up for yours, you will get 20% off. You do not need to do it that week. You That's our thank you to you for live being streamers. this first year live streamers. Everybody else, your punishment for not joining earlier is that you can only get 20% off from December 20th through or until 27th. So if you're listening to this in your car or somewhere sense. else, yeah, we'll just I'll just give them a, a quick wrap up. Well, I'll wrap it up. Um, so if you are listening to this at home and you're not a member of the Canadian Athletic Training Podcast and you want to be, if you sign up for a membership between December 20th and December 27th, Monday to Monday, you're going to get 20% off. If you're already a member of the Candidate Athletic Training Podcast, you're going to get 20% off a <laughs> renewal anytime you want. Anytime. So. I'm not laughing at you. It's okay. I'm laughing at our, our live listeners. Yeah, who are that's right. appropriately getting dirty. That's, a, that's about right. <clears throat> There's a lot of. Welcome in, Abby. Yep. And yes, you did just enter, and I was singing "She Bangs." So, so that's fun. That's fun. Um, also, and no, Ed, I, I'm giving you money back. Yeah, I like you, Ed. And we'll we'll give stuff to other people too. I mean, that's what we do. Oh my God, they're under the circumcisions and stuff. Twenty oh, percent off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Candid athletic training open bar would be wild. You just wait. What do, you, what do you think this is? Every <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing is, it's the end of the year, and, and there's these Spotify wrap-ups? Yes, wrap-ups. You wanted to wrap it up. I mean, wrap up that Johnson's. I mean, your shebangs. Um, listen, I went on to Spotify, 
I didn't know. I, I remember they did this, but I didn't. Re- I didn't know they did it at the beginning of December. I thought they did it around the New Year. I thought it was like just the last week. Yeah, but you can go on your Spotify and you can watch this little montage. They they make a little five minute video for you of like everything you've listened to and your top five songs and your your top ten albums and you know you listen to these genres and. You know, this color most represents what kind of music you listen to, whatever. But then it gets to this one scene, and it says, your top podcast. Your top podcast, Chad. Who does a podcast? We do a podcast. We do it. Anyone listening right now, go to your Spotify. Go find out what your top podcasts are. If your top podcast is Candid Athletic Training, we are going to pick you or maybe some more people, and we're going to give away some stuff. Yeah, we want to know. So if we're if we're in your top five, or if we're your top one, whatever. Post it, tag it. Tag us. Subscribe. And we'll pick somebody that, that shares that, they're, that we're in their top five or their top one or whatever it is. We will. We're going to just pick someone and say thanks for listening to us. And we'll just get you some free shit. Yeah. Some swag, whatever. Yeah. But none of this crap that we're number two. Okay, so you only if, if we're you know what? so not if we don't. It's got to be better than top five. No, it's got to be number one. It's got to be number one. Okay, be number you heard one. It. He's you drawing the line. Yeah. It's got to be one. number one. Only people that are we're the number one podcast so far. That that list includes one person that sent it to us. Who was it? I'm pretty sure it was Dylan. <laughs> so somebody else out there. I don't know. Yeah. Does Dylan count? Come on. He's he can't get enough of us, huh? Maybe he's we not here. He's not here right now. What? So what is he working? Yelling about towels? Something? He's got some hockey. He's got some ice skates on. He, he's running on the what ice. Was he slipping on some ice? Telling Canada athletic trainers that they can't run on ice like he can. Yeah, that's still that's still up there, Dylan. We're gonna do it. We got. We know a guy. I'm um, put my track spikes on, and I'm gonna run a hundred meters. We're gonna. We have to do these things. We keep talking about all these videos we want to make. Nope. Let's just. We're gonna spend a day, and do it. Just do it. We well, have to. You better get a little more time in life. Weekends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, are we? Are we good? Are we? Are we wanting to start a, our show? Um, or is there anything else we need to hit up? No, we can start the show. All right. All right, you're 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 frantically reading the dirty live stream comments. I'm trying. I've been trying to keep up with it. Yeah, it's it's all circumcision jokes right now. I usually go back on a Tuesday and I try to read as much as I can. Sometimes there's just too many comments and it would take me another hour to read them. I read slow. <laughs> um, Ed, you better be careful there on that last one. What happened? He said, and I quote, "Does they?" I ran on the oh, ice without them, and I wasn't hard. Oh, Ed. And oh, Ed. I, you just You, you gotta just watch your... You gotta oh, watch... God. Never mind. It wasn't Running that hard. Ice is not hard, guys. No, no, no. Well, that's what he intended to say, but that's not how I came across. <laughs> I ran on the ice without them, and wasn't that hard. It wasn't... Never mind. You're... What? Are you trying to make a dirty joke out of that? Just there's read no, it, Kevin. Just slow down and it says, that. I ran on the I ice without them and wasn't that hard. Listen, 
There's nothing. I, I there's nothing dirty. I just that. spit all over my microphone. I, I laughed so hard. Thank you, Ed. I don't understand. All right, <laughs> Kevin, you pick a pick one of our segments. A lot of reeks. Oh, okay. We're gonna do top five. We're gonna do top five. All right. Because we haven't done it for like two weeks, so I want to start there. I want to get hot. I want to <laughs> freaking do this. All right. So this is the time of the year when everyone is panicking on CEUs, right? <laughs> panicking yeah. CEUs. I am. We're almost done. I got a text from one of our live streamers, somebody who's here tonight. He said one of their coworkers. Oh, All right. Yeah, one of their coworkers was. Let me just read the text. I'll just read it. Um, Why don't you share that screen so we all know who it was? Nope. It's that time of the year. <laughs> CEU discussion tonight. What about people who procrastinate then have to try and cram them all in at the end while bitching about them? I'm not talking like five to ten CEUs. I'm talking 39. <laughs> <laughs> you had two years to do something about it. Don't bitch about it when it's your own fault. This may be a mutual acquaintance of ours that seldom listens to your podcast. So if you do touch on this perspective... Is likely to remain anonymous. Ha ha. Well, I sure, sure hope so. Hey, that ain't just anonymous. That's one of the that's one of the hosts of this podcast. I got a lot of CEUs to do. So I've a been lot. pounding them out, but I haven't been complaining about it. I kind of I kind of like the brush up period. Ah, uh, yeah, a little bit. I think I'm down. I have six left. Can I steal some? <laughs> yeah. Um. So if you're in that boat. You can always sign up for a membership and get a subscription to MedBridge for $175 off. Whoa. Where you can get unlimited CEUs. You can just nail them all out. Oh, just yeah. Nail nailing them. Just nail every one of those that's, CEUs. That's forgetting. Uh, no, that's 40-year-old virgin. Oh, yeah. I'm nailing her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's not the top five question. But there, there is a discussion there. What is it? Well, here's, here's the top five question. And then we can just branch off on CEU talk for as long as we want. Okay. We asked 100 athletic trainers. How many CEUs per year seems reasonable? Go Kevin Joyce. How many CEUs per year seems reasonable? Yeah, what so, should it be? We know it's... Off, going we, off the idea that we have 50 every two, we're talking 25 every year because we're all very good about getting them done weekly. In math. Every other week, I just get one done. And, I, and then, boom. It's that simple, Chad. It's that simple. Um, all right. How many years, how many seem reasonable? Number one, 10. Number two, 20. Number three, 25. Number four, 21. Mm, blackjack. And number five, 69. <laughs> Which Kevin just, all right. So you, you actually, you did pretty well. You got three out of five. <laughs> Uh, Kelly Clarkson. Okay. All right. So here we go. Yep. This is actually really interesting because this was like a heavyweight battle between the top two answers. It was just back and forth, back and forth. It's kind of like as I do tallies, it's like, oh, which one? Never mind. It's in my head. It's like a, yeah, it was Rocky. Yeah. So we only got 12 different answers. So everyone clumped together pretty nicely here. 12 different answers with 12. an infinite number of numbers. Yeah. We got 12 different answers. Yeah. Well, our top two answers combined for 58% or 60%. So it's pretty good. Okay. Um, in fifth place, we had four people 
say 30 hours per year. 30. 30. Okay. That's a and, lot. That's more than what we know that we do now. Yep. Okay. In fourth place, 10 athletic trainers thought that, oh, sorry, I take that back. Nine athletic trainers said 10 CEUs okay. would be appropriate. Okay. So you got you said that. You said 10. Well, how many CEUs seem reasonable? Not appropriate, reasonable. Reasonable. In third place, 18 athletic trainers said 15 CEUs per year. Okay. Seems reasonable. Okay. In second place, 27 people said 25 CEUs per year, which means 27 pre- people, out of, basically one out of every four says, yeah, the BOC, the BOC got it right. Yeah. And in first place, 31 people, basically one out of every three, thought that 20, C, 20 hours a year was reasonable. So yeah. just under what we're doing. <clears throat> um, so how do we feel about that? Pretty clumped. 10, 20, 25, 15, 30. It's all in that. So here, here's um, the next most popular answer was 24. And that was, it was basically just two per month. One, one hour a day for 24 days. <laughs> well, two, like do, one, one course every. Or you could just block out one day and do CEUs for 24 if hours Jack straight. Bauer is on the TV show. You have to be doing a CEU. Otherwise, you're going to rip your head off. I loved that show. Yes, you did. Um, so anyways, two per month seems... I mean, that's actually a good thought process. Why don't we do it? Like require somebody. If if we bitch about people like saving them to the end, why don't you just make it a monthly requirement? You, you remember, gotta do too. Do you remember when it was? Does that make more sense? I don't know. Like require every athletic trainer to just do it monthly or something? Nope. Or every other month? Nope. I don't ever remember that. No, 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 no. no I I changed my thought mid. Oh, okay. I, started, <laughs> I was going to say something to you, and then you were talking, and then I responded to what you were saying, so I stopped what I was saying, and then therefore, now you're gonna pick I back needed up. to pick up what I was going to say because what you were going to say is what I wasn't going to say. You got it. You got it? I'm on, I'm on, I'm on par. Um, no, like, do you remember when you first got certified? It, it wasn't the, every two years. It was three years, 75. Three years, 75. Mm-hmm. And I think what they found was that they needed to shorten it so that people weren't doing 75 in a month. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because frankly, I'm doing 50 in one month. I started with zero on December 1st. So, um, sorry, BOC. Um, give me free 25 F and CUs for running a clinic and boom. Um, that's what they should do, by the way. I think life things, should be a factor. I was just thinking that right before the Why? show. I was like, what What happens if you just had to submit how many evaluations you've done or how many treatments you've done? Sure. And then you start there. And or then if you, how and many if, hours? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like how many hours have you, like log how many hours you work in a year and say, you know what, BOC, I'm only going to submit 10 CEUs this, this time because I've worked more than my fair share that I understand what the hell I'm doing. Because I don't need to watch another goddamn video about an ACL rehab. Um, that being said, uh, CEUs reasonable on. I I think the fifty every two years is actually reasonable. Yeah, I agree. 
but I don't think it's very uh, applicable in the CEU world right now that for one full year out of our last two years, nobody could go anywhere and do them, right? Like, yeah, yes. but it spawned the whole virtual. Yeah, but online. who cares? Like, no, like, I'm sorry. I don't learn anything on my virtual, like, freaking videos. I get, I get through the video and then I take the quiz. I don't like, I'm not immersed in like a new skill that I can take. All I'm doing is I'm watching something on a video. I'm not actually learning a new skill or learning from an expert in front of me and I can ask them a question right there in front of me, like a Zoom call with another 100 people on it. No, it's not going to work. Like, I'm not trying to say, like, we all needed to just step up these last two years and a lot of athletic trainers weren't in a proper or like a normal setting. And so I know a lot of athletic trainers that just said, I'm going to get my CEUs done. And they're much smarter than me. But at the same time, like none of us could go to NATA. None of us could go to a PBATS conference or this conference or that conference where it's a very valuable time to get CEUs and network with other people. I think at this time, I think 50, I think they should have just said 25 for these two years because you, everybody in the world lost a year of like being normal and being able to go places, being able to pay for freaking CEUs. How many people lost their jobs and now they're paying for CEUs out of their pocket? It would be like, it would be interesting to see what percentage. So prior to COVID, mm-hmm. like the last reporting period, if you looked at everyone's CEUs, what percentage were live and what percent was asynchronous? What? Spell it. Virtual. <laughs> I said asynchronous. That is not an athletic training word. It would just be interesting to see what the what it used to be compared to what it is. And obviously now it's basically 90 whatever percent online. Absolutely. I mean, I know a lot of in the last year things did open up and like you could go take some classes and, yeah. you know, mask up and blah, 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 blah. But like, well, that last reporting period, we, we were able to do dry needling yep. with master dry needling. Yep. And so we got, I don't even remember how many, was it 14? Was it 18? I don't oh, it was 27. Was it 27? Yeah. Between. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. We went to NATA and we took dry needling. We were done. We were done. We learned like, hands-on skills, and well, at least with dry needling. Yeah, but then and then we, you know, kind of partook into it with as many lectures as we could. Yeah. Um. But that is so much more valuable than I. I, I get. I get like supplementing. Ah, uh, like I still need six CEUs. And then you go on to virtual stuff. And sorry, MedBridge, but you're probably not listening right now. Like, that's what your website should be for, not my 50 CEUs. My 50 C, my 40 of my CEUs should be taken care of. Of like, here's a new way to look at humans and, you know, physically touch them and physically move them and all the above. And get CEUs that way. But yeah. I could, and I could talk about that for 12 years. 100 million years. Million, kajillion, yen. Um, but I don't think 50 is, I honestly don't think it's uh, unreasonable. 
I, I really don't. Because no, in essence, most of us have opportunities for a nice weekend course, uh, a conference. You know, it can it can be taken care of much easier than it has been in the last two years. I think the last two years has just been a, a special circumstance, of course. Um, I have a little sidebar. Oh, but we're going to do pillars from now on, right? Yeah. So um, I guarantee that I guarantee. <laughs> next year when we go to, what is it, New Orleans? Or Philadelphia? Philadelphia Sorry. I think, yeah. I won't, I won't do a single continue like I won't do a single presentation. I'm going to spend 100% of my time either in the um food court <laughs> eating food like social hangouts or in the exhibit hall. Yeah. It's the only thing I really care to see is the exhibit hall. Meet people. Yeah. Or or we're going to have our own events. There's yep. I so don't give me any, uh, you know what, I'll go. Don't even give me any CEUs for going cuz I'm not going to try and learn anything. I just I, want to meet people. And I mean, I'm not going to start this petition, but somebody else could start this petition. But if somebody wants to write the NATA and say, you know what you need at NATA is candid athletic training. Yeah. You need candid athletic training to be there and doing live do a live do a live show. Let us do like in front of all the athletic trainers. That would be so much fun. We'll have yeah. like live polling. We'll do a top five, whatever, man. Could you imagine if we had like live polling software doing at a NATA and talking real life athletic training, not the fake shit that everyone and I want thinks that people credit. want to hear. I want presenter I don't care. credit. No, I want. So let's start. Credit. Let's start. Up, let's start trending. Get candid in the NATA somehow. VIP for the members. That's right. Champagne parties. Front. <laughs> Front row, so that you know Chad can spit all over you when he's laughing. <laughs> I'll spit. Um, oh, Bree and, showed up. You know. Oh, hey, Bree. What's up? Yeah, I want to. I want to talk to some of these. Uh, uh, oh, okay. I got. It. Thank uh, you, guys. I'm very interested in the articles that you guys are reading and getting CEU credits for. We're very interested in that. So Gatorade, Gatorade Sports Science Institute. Um, okay. So that was your top five. Let's um. What's next? Give it to me. Give it. Give, give it, it to me. me. Give it to me. Give me that. All right. Let's do our fictional athletic trainer. <laughs> so yeah. By the time this is released on December the twentieth. Oh, the, also the first day that you can get twenty percent off your new live membership. If you to are Canada Athletic Training. If you're listening to this. At home, just mm -hmm. go to the website and get twenty percent off. Right now, it's it is December twentieth. Mm. If you're listening to this a week from now, but the new Spider-Man movie is coming out. What will have been released this weekend? I had tickets. What's this one called? Um, Far from Home. No, No Way Home. No way home. I think it's No Way Home. No way, homie. <laughs> had tickets, but. There was an emergency with our babysitter, and we're not going to be able to go anymore. I'm a little disappointed. But anyways, so we did Spider-Man a long, long time ago. We obviously feel like he would make a really good athletic trainer, but we're going to do his two sidekicks or his two closest people in his life. His girlfriend. His 
girlfriend, MJ, and Ned. And his BF. Let's start with the MJ talk. Okay. Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan. Who is more famous? More famous? Who's a bigger celebrity? Michael Jordan or Michael Jackson? This was a serious conversation I had with my baseball players in the fall. I mean... Because I have, like... I think if you have peak... If you have peak celebrity status versus, like, all time, you might get two different answers. But can you put this poll up for the the live streamers? I want to know who's a bigger celeb. Michael Jordan or Michael Jackson? Are there any other MJs? Michael B. Jordan? Hmm... Oh yeah, we're gonna have a split. We're gonna have a split poll here. Man, oh man, oh man. Um, I actually think peak. It's got to be Michael Jackson. Um, hands down, worldwide, it's Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. That guy. I think that guy couldn't walk across the Sahara Desert without somebody recognizing him. Michael Jordan's pretty close to that, though. He's very close. He's very close. But <laughs> Michael, in, Nate in says like, Michael Johnson, <laughs> the really upright runner. He was so upright. And very short steps. He didn't. He didn't have the gold shoes, right? Yes, he did. He did have the gold shoes. You bet your ass, he did. Yeah. Because he was right after Carl Lewis. He was kind of like the guy right that f- took the torch from. Carlos, yeah. yeah. But not like the 100 torch, the two, the, the 200. Two, the two, yeah. He was a 2-4 guy. Yeah. Um, Michael Jackson, if if you're old enough to remember Michael Jackson in the early 90s, late 80s, Michael Jordan, I mean, by all means, there are fake Air Jordans in every country across the world. There's real Air Jordans in every country across the world. Um and that was happening in like the late nineties, mid to late nineties. You want to I mean, know? It was seriously, like he was huge. But you want to know? Michael else? Jackson. Anytime you grab your crotch, <laughs> sure. I mean, people grab their crotch all the time. That's Michael Jackson, I think, right? I think. I'm just put, kidding. Let's put it this way: If Michael Jordan <clears throat> was to say, "Go play a basketball game at or in uh, Russia," <laughs> would there be? 250,000 people that come to see it. Probably not. Michael Jackson? Yes. Mm. Go see a concert? Like, there are, there is video of concert, like, I yeah, mean, concert venues true. of hundreds of thousands of people watching this guy perform. Yeah. Anywhere in the, in the world. Okay, fair so enough. It, fair enough. I, I'm so right I there. Think, I think in his peak, Michael Jackson was the bigger star. I really do. Michael Jordan's obviously had a lot longer fame. Yeah, Abby, that was Ben Johnson. Yeah, he had he had yellow eyes and everything. Um, he was fast though. Um, what MJ? Yeah, let's MJ. talk to MJ. Mary Jane Watson. So the problem is, she's up until this last version or the most current version of MJ, she's been kind of portrayed as the damsel in distress. A little, yeah. I mean, she's um, Kirsten Dunst version. Yeah, Kirsten Dunst. Um, like the, the comic oh. book version, early on, the comic book version is kind of the kind of the hot girl in the in the school almost too. Like she's dating, you know, the jock, and Peter's the nerd, and um, all of a sudden he gets powers, and 
whatever, whatever. He, she's all, she's also portrayed as just like the girl next door. Yeah. Um, you know, childhood friends and Hey, puberty hits and hey, I think you're pretty. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of different versions of Mary Jane, including the latest is kind of like, I mean, it's very applicable to teenagers nowadays, right? Just this very smart, um, sarcastic and, uh, what's, what's a good word? Like, um, what would you call, like, she doesn't really care. Like, yeah, whatever. Like, you like know, free spirited. No, more like, yeah. Laissez-faire. Like, so, yeah. Laissez-faire. Like, yeah, we're the smartest kids in the country. We won this championship. Ah, woohoo. Where's my phone? Like, yeah, there's because, because everything in the world now, because of instant gratification and like, you know, whatever, whatever, like when you are, when you win a, a ribbon, because everybody's won a ribbon of something, but if it's purple or blue, nobody cares anymore. Um, I think they represent high school kids pretty well in that movie, but more often than not, Mary Jane has been the girlfriend of Peter Parker. Yeah. She's the hard to get girlfriend for Peter Parker. The ends up being his wife. They have lots of falling out because he's Spider Man. And. Like she didn't know, though. I mean, no, whatever. at times she does. Yeah. Like in certain story arcs, she does. Yeah. She's so she's the smarter. She's like the more talented of the two individuals. Yeah. But like, but Ned, Ned's super invested. Super and, invested. And that makes a good athletic trainer when you're super invested in your kids. Like he's all about, as soon as he finds out that he's Spider-Man, he wants to know every detail and won't stop asking. It's a good history right and he, there. And he wants to be a good the evaluation chair. history. Yeah. And he wants to, Hey, I'm going to do whatever it takes to help you out, ride or die. Yeah, I think um, I think so. We put this up on social media, and I'm pretty sure MJ steamrolled this oh, poll. Really? I'm gonna look it up real quick, but I'm not so sure. I think Ned's got some great characteristics that people don't really think about here. I think Mary Jane, Mary J. I was gonna say Mary J. Blige, Mary J. Blige, Mary Jane, MJ. Is, I think there are there's portrayals of MJ that she's really smart. Oh, somebody just responded to they just finished last week's episode and they said Killmonger has to be the coolest DC Marvel outfit. All right, that's cool. Right, cool. Uh, sixty nine percent for MJ, thirty one percent for Ned. Nate, I mean, Nate said, Nate, Ned is the guy in the chair. He'll Google everything for you, but he's too much behind the scenes. MJ will get her hands dirty and had the sarcasm needed by ATs. So that, I would agree with that. Sarcasm involved in the actual, like getting onto the court or involved in the rehab, not just this is how you should go rehab. Uh, here's, your, here's your exercises. I figured out the perfect plan. Go do it. Um, but Ned is also like, like you said, he's like the ultimate wingman. And I think at times athletic trainers are just, that's what we have to be is we have to be the wing men and women of our athletes, right? We're, we're not the athlete. 
we're not Spider-Man. We're not in the we forefront. Are, we are the ones that are constantly supporting and constantly, like, giving information to our athletes so that they can be better. Yeah. So, I don't know. Is that Ned? Ned's, Ned's funny in his own right because he's kind of goofy and things happen to him. He's he's a kind of a also <sighs> sneaky good with his hands. Doesn't he, like, repair, like, electronics and stuff? I mean, he was... Oh, maybe. I can't remember. Wasn't he fixing shit with his hands? He was making a Lego Death Star, I think. What about emergency care? Like... Oh, MJ. Uh, he's way... Ned's way too, like, off the wall. Like, remember the scene where they're in the bus and the alien ship comes in yeah. from... Uh, that was in during Infinity War? And, like, Spider-Man... You know, Peter's trying to be like, hey, like, I need a distraction, and he just freaks out, right? That was just him. Yeah, but normally. was that planned? No, no, he just, he was like, oh, my God. Right. Like, he he is not good in emergency situations. More of the freak out guy. That's why he's the guy in the chair. He's the, Because he knows if Man. he was there, he wouldn't be able to handle the situation. Yeah, I. MJ can handle situations. For the most part, any portrayal of MJ where she's been in trouble, I don't or know. Whatever. She, I, doesn't she rely on Peter? Well, Spider Man yeah, to bail her out. We all do. He's he's our friendly neighborhood Spider Man that saves all of us. She seems more like the athlete to me than an athlete trainer. I agree. I'm going Ned. I don't care. I'm actually going Ned too. Yeah. I I think if we were to do our list, hands on, probably MJ. Emergency care, MJ. I have to right? cl- I have to clarify something what? real quick. Clarify what? I did say Marvel or DC. That was the conversation we were having last week. Who had the best outfit in Marvel or DC? The person that wrote the tweet said Marvel, DC. Killmonger, definitely a Marvel person. Yeah. You said emergency care. You got MJ. Got it. Yeah. We're back up to speed. Manual stuff, hands on. MJ. Emergency, MJ. Um, like the boring documentation, all the above. Ned. Probably Ned. Um, what else do we usually do? Personality. Mm-hmm. Ned. I'm actually going to go Ned because I think MJ, current MJ is a little too, for me, laissez-faire. And old school MJs from comic books and stuff. She was kind of just a little. Meh, they they portrayed her as the too princessy. Yeah, kind of right. Um, some MJs were portrayed as like perfect supplement to Spider Man. Yeah, meaning like kept him grounded, things like that. Supplement. But that's more like a coach, I think, for our athletes at times. Yeah, I agree. Um, what else do we do? What's what's another top? Well, that's uh, usually our five. Yeah, yeah, and so I think Ned would take the top. He would take three out of five. To be honest, it's definitely a um, it's a it's a very good debate. It's one of the better fat debates we've had. All right, yeah, so, actually. So I mean, have have we talked about which Spider Man we like the most? Probably the current guy. You like the current guy the most? I like the animated cartoon. Yeah, I think you could do the I oh the one that just came out like two no, years ago oh, in no. the Spider Verse. Oh no, that I one actually, was really I really great. I didn't was, I didn't care for it. I liked it. Most and people loved it. I was like, uh, it's too artsy for me. See, to me, it was uh, 
it was a. I I'll go back to Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought Guardians of the Galaxy was going to be stupid. I thought uh, Spider Into the Spider Verse was going to be stupid. I saw it and I was like, you know what? This is endearing. Um, I like. I kind of like it. Um, it's halfway in between being kind of an animated kids movie and where adults can appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I liked the version of Kingpin. He was like ah, nine thousand so... pounds big and like uh, strong and he could like I, I loved it. I need to watch Daredevil. Cause I need more Kingpin right now. Yeah. And only I'm hey, saying that because I I I I can't I think I can't spoil it. So they I think King Pin's I think King Pin's gonna be coming very soon. Yeah, I think so too. Like um hundred percent I think so. Because I also think they're gonna start bringing Daredevil into the movie Marvel universe. And they've already can't wait. They Same s- actor? Kevin Feige, Feige or whatever. Feige. Feige. Um, he came out and said it would be that same actor from the Netflix series because he Damn did it. such a great job. He really did a great job. I got I to gotta watch it immediately. Have you seen it? No. Not at all. I haven't, I haven't even seen the Ben Affleck movie version of right. Daredevil. I mean, you can skip that if you want. Uh, isn't Jessica Alba in it? Or not Jessica Alba. Isn't no. Jennifer Garner Jennifer, in it? Jennifer Garner. I'll watch it. Also in it as Electra, and yeah. then there's also an Electra movie, which you can also skip. I mean, watch them if you if you like I comic think books, uh, you're gonna like them. Yeah, because they just are what they are. But they're they're bad. It's just like the Green Lantern with Ryan Reynolds. It's a bad movie, but you know what? Comic book movies are still awesome. I want a good no Green Lantern what. movie. God damn do. it! But I do think they're gonna bring Daredevil in, and I think that's gonna force Kingpin. Oh, I mean, he'll be there. Kingpin will be and at bare here minimum. Before I don't know why they haven't also involved him in the uh, Spider World, Spider Man World. I really don't. He is such a great character in Spider Man. I don't want to ruin anything for you. Don't ruin anything for me then. Did you go see the movie? <laughs> it's not out yet. That's what I'm saying. Well, could you ruin for me? You watch spoilers, don't you? No. 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 I have a working theory that he's actually. Going to be in the Hawkeye series going on right now. Oh, like they keep gotcha, hinting gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. at Kingpin in gotcha, Hawkeye, gotcha. and I'm like, just give it in to me, Hawkeye? give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Yes. Why Hawkeye? Because. Is he, I mean, is he involved in the Hawkeye world? I, they're leading into it. All right, good for them. Well, I think when he was in Ronin, he, whatever. It, you have to, you have to see Hawkeye. Sure. Oh, we got to watch Yellowstone. We got so much to do. What, are you sick of, you sick of us talking about comic books? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we did our top five. We did our fat. We did... Okay, we got, we got some work to do. We're running out of time here. All right, let's quick do... What? Our FMK. So, FMK, Chad... Had the lovely experience being at work today. Had to evaluate somebody, and he got a positive Thompson Thompson test. Yeah, it was fun. And it was like the fastest eval I ever did. I said, "Oh, yeah. oh hey, look at that! It's not connected anymore." Oh, unless you unless you were talking about a Thomas test. 
No. <laughs> no, literally the ath- the ath- the athlete well patient came in and said, "Oh, I was playing soccer and it, I was running and somebody uh somebody it felt kicked, like somebody kicked me." Yeah, I, I swear. Thought, yeah, I swear someone kicked me. I'm like, "Oh, get on the table." All right. You okay, me. you're done. Um let me go tell the doctor what happened. <laughs> They'll be right in. <laughs> I'll prep you for surgery in a few days. Yeah. Um so what that brought upon was these satisfying moments of positive special tests. Your first experience, that right? that moment. That moment you got that first positive Thompson test was so like, whoa. Like, because you don't get to do that in school. You don't, and you very rarely get to actually evaluate, oh, ruptured Achilles, like you, you squeezed, the calf, and it's like most people don't have a positive Thompson test, no. right? And so we came up with three: Thompson, Lockman's, because that why first time you get that positive Lockman's, you're like, oh. And then I came up with just the career was centered around a lot of elbows, and the first time I got a positive valgus to an elbow. Yep. So we're gonna. Go. So how are we interpreting this? Like the re, the emotion associated with the test? I don't care, man. You get you get get whichever emotion you want out of it. All right. You wanted that feeling. Yeah. You want you want how you just like went. Oh yeah, that was a good test. Yeah. I'll, whatever you want to do, man. Um. You full Johnson this thing. I'll full Johnson it. I think I'm gonna have to marry the. Uh, First time, no, I'm gonna marry the Thompson test. Yeah, <laughs> because oh, it's just like he fell in love today, folks. Because when you do it and like, you you know you did it right, squeezing, you just hands. don't ever have to second guess it. <laughs> Even when you think you got a positive a Lockman's, point. you're like, I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I don't know. But wait, let me try it again. There, so was, that's, there that's, was an end point. <laughs> so that I'm it gonna, was way out here, but whatever. I, I'm going to F the, the Lockmans. All right. Because <clears throat> when you do the Lockmans, you're like, oh, man. Yeah, let me let me try it. Let me, let me be sure. Let me be sure. I'm going to kill the Valgus. Okay. Uh. Only because it doesn't excite me as much as the other two Ooh. excite me. Oh, yeah. Um, what about you? I mean, I, I, there's not much to it to me. I just, uh, Thompson's fun. You know what? Forget it. I'm going to marry the Lockmans. Thompson's way more fun to do. So I'm just going to keep doing the Thompson. <laughs> just keep squeezing. <laughs> keep grabbing the Charmin. Let's go. All right. So I'll, uh, I'll F that. I'll marry the, the Lockmans. Yeah. I just totally changed my answer at the end there. You did. You did. Kill the I kill liked, the Valga. I like where stress. you were going with the Thompson. That like, I know. you know what when you, you when do you know it, it and you're like, hey, no, this is this Mic is drop. Just, boom. I, this is what I want to do every day because that is bam. That's marriage. I could go either way. God damn. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I totally get what you're saying. Um, I am going to f the Valgus uh, elbow Valgus UCL test um, because I think of the three. It's the hardest to get mm-hmm. properly tested. 
And so make sure you always get tested when you do find the spot to test valgus and you get a positive one and it opens and you're like, whoa, that felt different. The mother load. <laughs> that, my friends, is effing. Um, All right, can I ask you a quick yeah. question before you go? Go for it. Does apprehension by what? the we'll go what? does the apprehension by the athlete contribute to any any of the pleasure or not pleasure of these tests? I mean, mainly like in getting to relax is so hard. It's so just like I, effing. Just me, get relax. I'll take care of the business. Well, no, I, I want I want <laughs> I want when I'm when I'm doing some effing. I want mutual like let's both participation, be in this, baby. Let's well, the, go. So that's that's the Vegas. Yeah, I don't want. You know, just lay in there. I mean, that's come on. I want to lay there sometimes too. Um, so Lockman's, Lockman's to me. Oh, it's frustrating because you have to. Sometimes you got it like you got to massage into behind like that knee so that like somebody can just get comfortable with you. And sometimes it just takes a lot of work. And sometimes it's like, would you just fucking relax so I can test your ACL? <laughs> I get it. I get it. Like, nobody moves your knee like this. Your knee's not supposed to move like this. But I need to test that ACL. Oh, my God. So I'm going to marry it. Oh, yeah, the frustration set in. <laughs> it hasn't even been a year. Because. It hasn't even been a year. <laughs> because. I can tell where you're at. Marriage, folks. <laughs> If you're not married yet, let me let me let you in on something. I've been married for six months. Fucking months. <laughs> I know everything about it. And I'm gonna tell you this. Oh shit, that made me laugh. There's frustration. <laughs> there's frustration involved in a relationship that is a marriage, right? You think? <laughs> God damn. It's a it's a working relationship. And I think sometimes Somebody, you, you need to work with your athletes. Way funnier than it should have been. <laughs> in order to get that Lockman's to really go. So you're marrying the Lockman's, okay. You know? And not only that, you know what? Sometimes you can't get a lock, a Lockman's, a perfect Lockman's by just grabbing their lower thigh and grabbing their upper calf and boom. Because maybe your hands aren't the right size for that leg. And you got to prop them up on that, on your knee. Or you got to switch to a little anterior posterior drawer, whatever. So that means I'm killing the Thompson test, and that's because it is either positive or negative, and that's all it is. It is either dead fish or nothing. And, you know, it might as well be just be dead. I mean, whatever. Mm. Not to mention, hey, it felt like somebody kicked me in the back of my Achilles, and now I can't plantar flex. Or I got much. shot. Like, oh, somebody shot me with a shotgun, but there's no blood. Um Oh, you ruptured your Achilles. And so I think it's also kind of a little bit of a useless test. No offense there, anybody that's always doing it, Chad. Um, so I'm going to kill it. Okay, fair Got enough. It. The thing with the lock or with the Lockmans, yeah. if there's a lot of different tests you can do, it means none of them. Like there's, like I, I get it. I don't know. They always say if there's multiple tests that you can try or attempt, then are they any... And even really, really good. I know. Oh, oh the research says this one's saying. good. I get what you're saying. Like you, you do an Achilles, you do one test. That's true. Hit it or quit it. 
Just yeah. one one palm chump. Yeah. <laughs> you want to do a, a drawer? You want to do, I don't even know what uh, Kevin said the, here, so a Letty's. Then there's also what? Uh, I think he said Letty's. There's. Isn't it clunk or something? Or like yeah, something pivot like shifts pivot and shift. all this stuff, like manual stick shifts. Hey, yeah. Yeah. So get, get that, that shit out of my face. <laughs> get that Johnson out of my face. All right. Uh Kevin, what's our friend or foe? I forgot. You're gonna I don't know, eat. but Hannah just Hannah just missed she all just of missed, the dirty stuff. Yeah, she just she, she missed all of the dirty she's stuff. She's gonna have to go back and listen. Our just like everyone or, else. Our friend or foe is actually a would you rather. Oh, well then let me take it off here. Let me take that off and put that one on. Okay, <laughs> there we go. Would you rather? So totally non-athletic training related, but you put this up on a poll, and I thought it was very interesting. And I'm just going to add a little like ending to it. And While I in think, bed. and It's Nate, like fortune cookie style. Nate's going to like it, fortune cookie style. Um, what would you rather eat? While in bed. Popcorn or ice cream? <sighs> While in bed. Go. I have to, have to, have to, have to answer. Have to. Um, have to. Why do you have to? I have to answer ice cream. Why? In bed. Why? Uh, because I suck at sleeping, and if there are any crumbs in the bed, <laughs> it's going to bother me. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we both saw it Anna's the same back. time. <laughs> um. So I'm going to have to say I want ice cream in bed and not popcorn. I would rather eat popcorn most of the other time, I think. Okay. I really like both. I have a hard time with this question. That's why I put it out there. Yeah. Um, I asked this to my wife. Those uh, two of her favorite things in the entire world. Like if you put the hierarchy of things, it'd be like our dog, our cat, ice cream, popcorn, maybe a couple other things, and then me. And she struggled because I said, ice cream or popcorn? And she was like, well, when? And I said, no, ice cream or popcorn? And she was like, well, no, like ice cream for dessert and popcorn while I'm watching a movie. And I'm like, that's not the question. The question is ice cream or popcorn? <sighs> she went ice cream. She went ice cream? Yeah, yep. it kind of ran away with the poll. What would you say? So I agree with you. In that the chances of getting a little kernel action in the bed. <laughs> like, I mean, that's a bummer. Middle of the night, you roll over and you're like, what's scratching my ass? And it happens to be a kernel of popcorn. We got naked sleepers in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have any kernel action. But I think, like, I mean, ice cream... This is this is what's interesting about ice cream is like well, one sugar, right? Like if you're in bed, you're probably going to bed. Um, then my other thing about ice cream is, you know, it can also be messy, right? So popcorn, you're doing it right, yeah, right. So popcorn, you know, you grab a couple kernels, you know, you get them in there. You can lick your lips, you get the salt off. You can, you know, you lick your fingers, and then you're clean. You're done. You know, you put the bowl next to your bed, whatever. Your dog eats it. Your cats eat it. Whatever it is. Ice cream, though. Chances are ice cream. You're going to get some on your chin. You're going to get a little corner of your lip. And it's not just as simple as, like, you know, licking it off. Like, you you need a napkin. And the chances of you remembering that you need a napkin 
with ice with your ice cream by the before you crawl under the covers and get nice and cozy and you got that ice cream shoved up in your face and you're gonna eat it all. Um, chances are you're gonna have to get out of bed to get yourself a freaking napkin. Yeah. And so there's part of it that wants to go popcorn. I, I'm trying to think of like the cleanup situation after you're done. Like if you leave it overnight, the ice cream's gonna be worse to clean up in the morning. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. I mean it's, it's but, a harder bowl to clean. Yeah, man. Uh I'll, this is what I'll tell you, because I have a cat. Um, ice cream, ice cream is one of my cat's favorite things in the entire world. You put a couple scoops in an ice cream in a bowl. Um, she over. she's like on your shoulder, like give me some of that, give me some, give me, give me, give me, give me. So if I put a bowl of ice cream, finished ice cream, on the ground next to my bed, because I ain't getting up to wash it. I mean, she's licking that thing all night long. Are we talking about the ice cream? I'm just saying. Um, I'm going to go popcorn. I'm going to go popcorn. Oh, that's so tough. I'm going to go popcorn. Lick the fingers clean. Legit, I eat popcorn at least four nights a week. You totally do. Everyone's at least. God damn, they're making popcorn again. Again. And I love that you don't make it in a microwave because you don't have one, but (laughs) you make it old school on on the stove in a pot. Just freaking getting after it. Yeah. All right. What do we got? Um, I think we are on our feet. Sure. All right. Hold on. Yeah. I got to find on. the button here. There we go. Feature topic. So our feature topic of the week. So, you know, we've been fooling around. All show, and we've, we've been trying to be as dirty as possible <laughs> and trying to be just freaking inappropriate at all times. That being said, we're going to bring in a little serious note into this feature topic. Finish strong. Um, one of our top listeners. Abby, who's Abby. on the show. So, Abby, thank you. So, Abby, thanks for reaching out. And uh, thanks for making tonight. We, we didn't know if you'd be here tonight. To be very honest, never apologize if you can't make it, Abby, like we understand. Totally understand. Um, there's no reason to apologize, especially if there's just a lot of things going on in life. And unfortunately, Abby works at a school that has a hell of a lot of freaking kids, and it's got a lot of sports, and she's solo. And they've had some very unfortunate tragedies over the last few years. And in Abby's eyes, it seems like, you know, there's been more of recent and um, it brought about this idea of, and at least me and Chad's head, of, you know, we create these relationships with our athletes. We create relationships with coaches and our institutions that we work with. And, you know, we get to know all these people. And um, there has been an increase in the amount of athletes that are having serious psychological issues. Um, and I think it's, it can go further than just athletes. It can go to all people across the world are having some difficulties in their adjustment to what the world is presenting itself right now. And a lot of that has to do with um, having a world that tried shutting down having a world that's trying to control things that probably are uncontrollable, having a world that is 
maybe create trying to create awareness about things that are very hard topics to talk about and very hard topics to um, change and topics that are um, not necessarily this very easy like boom here is the answer this is how it's going to happen and tomorrow everything's okay that maybe in 30 years because of what we did today everybody's better um, for it 30 years from now and that's really hard for a lot of people to understand now when it comes down to our athletes and when tragic tragic things happen with our athletes whether it is um, completely not their fault or it's something that you know they were um, self-deprecating about something Um, I think what's interesting is the athletic trainer's role right? It's pretty easy to say that an athletic trainer can do anything. I think it's pretty easy to say that an athletic trainer is capable of handling a lot of different things. We are not equipped to handle deep psychological issues with a lot of people. Um, We're just not trained for it. We're trained to handle um, the musculoskeletal system and how to make sure that Our athletes and our patients are in the right spot. And if what happens is psychologically they get help because their athletic trainer takes them through a very thought-out rehab and they really love the fact that this is what I needed and somebody cared for me on this day and that's what created a good, safe space for me. That's perfect. Um, But I don't know what the answer is to a lot of the questions, whether I'm either proposing some or even bringing anything up. Um, but what I am seeing is that we're creating a lot of dangerous situations for young people. And for the most part, athletes are young people. Um, we're creating a world that says, you know, being isolated is what you have to do. Um, No offense, but like, and whether or not you're, you know, everybody should be masked up all the time to prevent COVID. But when there are young people that are now getting used to the norm is to wear a mask and not be like a face in communities, there's going to be real psychological issues that when that eight-year-old that thinks I'm supposed to wear a mask to school every single day and that's the only thing that's going to protect me from all this other stuff, um, when that kid's 14 and hardship starts happening because they're meeting girls and they break up with their first girlfriend or this or that, I think some serious like weird stuff's going to happen with those kids. Um And I think as athletic trainers, where's our role for that in the future? How can we prepare a little bit for that? How can we be an advocate for questioning, like, is this normal? Um, How can we be an advocate for our athletes to find other avenues so that maybe um, taking severe left turns or right turns with 
their actions, whether it's, you know, getting into situations that they shouldn't be in or, you know, whatever, drinking, drugs, gangs, and violence, and, you know, suicide is a real thing right now, and it's only getting worse. Um, Athletic trainers are going to have to be on the forefront of that because we're humans that care about humans. Um, we're not medic. We're not medical professionals that are in it for the money, right? Yeah. We're not medical professionals that are in it for the hours. We're not medical professionals that are in it for, um, you know, the glory. We're in it for the people that we are taking care of, and that's what makes athletic training great. That's what makes it candid, and that's what makes it fun. But what steps can we take, and what conversations do we need to have so that? You know what? Maybe ten years from now, we are we're we're ahead of we're ahead of the curve, and maybe we're even ahead of other healthcare professionals in being proactive instead of reactive. I think you brought up a lot of good points. <clears throat> like, there's a lot there's a lot of layers to this onion. There's so much to talk about. Um, the first thing that stood out to me when Abby sent us this email last night. The first thing that, that struck me was the sheer volume of people that she has to cover. Oh, yeah. She's at a she's she's got two high schools worth of kids all going to one middle school. Covering it herself. And I often think about you you hear about with your kids in school, the teacher to student ratio, like what's the ideal number of students for one teacher? What's the ideal number of athletes for one athletic trainer to give good quality service? And we all do the best we can with what we can, with the resources we have, and we it's not for lack of effort. And we all kind of say, hey, I can do more. That's where, the, that's where when we talk about advocacy for the profession, that's one of those, to me, that's in the Mount Rushmore of topics that need to be talked about uh, or where, how do we make this, uh, you know, it's the hours, it's the salary, whatever, but right there is legitimately how many athletic trainers should there be versus how many athletes do we have? or clients, whatever setting you're in, if you're in an industrial setting, whatever. Working with 10 people, 15 people, 30 people, 200 people, like what makes sense? Especially since we're now covering orthopedic stuff and mental health stuff and catastrophe and pandemic there is a lot on our plates. And so Abby, one of the things she said in the email was that she's like, we in, try to ingrain ourselves in all these athletes' lives as best we can and be role models and father figures and mother figures and friends and the shoulder to cry on. And we do everything we can to tell these kids that it's going to be okay and that we can take care of them. And then when something bad happens, we go... I didn't know. And it's okay. It's not our fault. 
Um, but it's a bad feeling to feel like you let someone down or something bad happened on your watch. It's one sure. of the, you know, as an athletic trainer, we always feel like we can fix fucking everything. Mm-hmm. And we can't, and it's not our role to fix everything. But it doesn't make us feel any better when something bad happens. Nope. I think you know you saying on our watch. I mean that's that's a that's a that's a big uh, phrase. I think a lot of athletic trainers would actually really resonate with them. Like when we are at our post, it, we're on watch. Right. I mean, it's like, you know, we we feel like a lifeguard at at the beach, constantly scanning the, the ocean, you know, making sure nobody drowns on my watch. And when somebody does drown, um, whether that's a, an athlete that falls behind in whatever aspect of life, um, we we take that to heart. And like, how do you I mean, uh, to to make this conversation go from very emotional and kind of like thoughtful to like how do you how do you exhibit that in like you should fucking pay me more <laughs> well it's like like i i am literally here giving my my effort i'm not no i don't have a doctorate i maybe i don't have a masters and maybe i don't have whatever degree that is meant to be paid more than an athletic trainer but you know fuck I, I'm I'm giving it my all. I am giving it my all. First off, Erin, thank you for joining us. She's our newest live stream member. What up? First time. Really appreciate you coming in. Um, so I think 15 years ago, 20 years ago, or, you know, previous generations of athletic trainers, it was more like this general coverage Hey, we'll help you out if something happens. Yeah. But now the expectation from these coaches and administrators is we do all the preventative care. We do everything, everything. It's like the depth. It's not, it's like we have this, all this coverage and we have to provide this amount of depth to everything we do. Totally. The expectation is just, you can have, cover a lot of people or you can cover a few people, but really, 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 really well. But the expectation now is to do both and it's too much. Um, and like you said, mental health right now is, um, in, in addition to the, the orthopedic stuff that we have to deal with, like you said, it's not our specialty. Uh, and I personally struggle with this. I've personally had a lot of experience with this recently and it's hard because you want to help and you want to do the best you can. Um, and when you feel like you're not doing the best that you can, it's really deflating, one, for you, and two, for the person that's battling the mental health. Um, we just I really think- need more defined roles and we need more resources, and that's that's got to come from somewhere. Um, I mean, you can go on our live stream right now and we have, a, we have I don't know how many people on here, uh, uh, a half dozen to a dozen people on the live stream and all the comments are about how many people they're covering and stuff. And you're listening to this podcast wherever across the country uh, or overseas because we have apparently a big following uh, in yeah. Asia as well. And it's like, 
um, everyone, it's almost like this badge of how many hours can we work? How many people can we cover? And that's why everyone's so burned out and frustrated. And that's why people are leaving. I don't know. I mean, it's I, just, I, there's so know. much to unpack here. And it was just such a good email. Well-crafted, yeah. Abby. There's so much to talk about. And I'm sorry that you're going through it. I'm sorry that there's been suicides at your school and the middle school and high schools. These kids that you've worked with in the past, um, you're, you're doing the best you can. I applaud you. Um, our condolences. Um, and let's use this as a teachable moment as learning. And maybe that's our platform, Kevin, um, how we can make things better. Uh, You can, the only way to, to make things better is to, to bring up the awareness of the fact that there's a a big problem. So here's Kevin and myself saying NATA, BOC, whoever the fuck else needs to hear this. We have problems in our profession. Let's fix them, please. Because there's so many athletic trainers out there who are trying to do a good job, and we just need help. Yep. And I think athletic trainers, um, you know, speaking from the experience of do every, every everything you can to just keep being that support system for your for your athletes, for your patients, for whoever needs that. Um, create a support system around you so that you have outlets. Um, I'm glad a lot of you that are listening right now, um, especially our live streamers right now, I think you guys all understand that, you know, if, if you need a place to uh, vent, you need a place to uh, try to have these tough conversations. That's It's literally why we created a podcast. And it's it's why we like talking about it. It's like it's why we like talking about the hard, you know, funny, and you know, make yourself like uh, whatever you know, laugh so hard that you pee your pants. Topics to the ones that are really uncomfortable and maybe make you a little emotional, maybe make you a little uncomfortable in a very 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 different way than peeing your pants. Um, but know that. Your athletic training friends, uh, whether they're across the country or they're just the ones that are on this podcast, they're there for you whenever you need them. But as an athletic trainer, you signed up for something. You signed up to be uh, somebody that is there for a lot of people, and you're gonna you're gonna help people through a lot of different situations. You're gonna help guide them through a lot of things. So I I very much encourage you to be a positive role model in every aspect of your job for your athletes, for your patients in that, you know what? No, it is not okay that people resort to violent things to solve certain issues. It's not, it's just not, it's not okay that the world has become a political divide and we're allowing each other to lose friendships, lose family members based on who you voted for. Um, What we should be doing is having really strong conversations with very intelligent people because we're all very intelligent in our own way that we need to be athletic trainers that promote to our athletes, to our patients, that everything can be more cohesive than the media, social media, the political scene, the 
unfortunately some advocate you know groups seen um are trying to make our lives out to be and when it starts affecting a 14 year old that should be okay and there's clearly a tent a trend of young people that are are taking dramatic and drastic measures to um maybe not be a part of this world anymore um we need to we need to show our voice of being positive and show that people can have real conversations about stuff not just candid athletic training but candid nursing and candid teaching and candid whatever it is um candid parenting candid parenting um and just keep keep talking the good talks um but know that you know whatever face you got to put on at work you don't have to put that face on with us you can join this live broadcast you can join our crew you can become a member you can be a candid maniac maniac and um absolutely let go i mean it's this is what we're here for um we do this podcast for a reason we created this podcast for a reason most of it was for laughs and most of it was to um legitimately so that me and chad weren't just laughing in his living room about who would make a better athletic trainer between mj and ned and we both agree that ned would so whoever picked mj you're wrong um but that being said this is candid athletic training go to candidathletictraining.com um see more of our stuff that we got going on there we have memberships we have gear we have shirts we have hats we have not only that listen to all of our old podcasts binge them over the weekend i promise you'll get exactly zero ceus while you binge those podcasts um i wish you could get more at this point but if you click the next tab and you can go to our friends of the show you can get master dry needling a bunch of money off medbridge a bunch of money off StructureElements.com, that's my clinic. You can see what I do for a living. You, If you want to get out of the traditional world and you want to see what I do and kind of like experience something a little bit different as an athletic trainer and own own a little bit more of your own practice, that's what I do every single day. And um, if you want to have that conversation, let's have it. Um, thank you, Healthy Roster. We, can't, we couldn't have done it without you. We could not have a live broadcast with all these great people listening to us right now without you. Thank you so much, HealthyRoster.com. Brew Fitness, thanks for giving us a space to talk. And you got anything else? No, man. We'll see everybody next week. Great show. Bye.